Warning, the host of this podcast has a penchant for the pontification of puns and an altruistically alienating affection for alliteration. If you suffer a weak constitution or get annoyed easily, you may want to seek prior medical advice or avoid this particularly perplexing pod podcast as the host is unbalanced as a washer full of shoes. Salutations, my slumberless stoners. We are again with another installment of Chronic Insomnia Podcast, your docent of dope jackpot, here with Lonnie and Pick of Buddy Jane. They're going to tell us a little bit about uh, what I think is, is going to be something pretty big for the industry. So, uh, guys, go ahead. Whoever you want to start, say what you got to say. Let us know who you are, why you're here. What's up? This is Pick. I'm president, co-founder of Buddy Jane, social media's new high. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Great, man. And uh, I'm, I'm Lonnie. I'm the other co-founder and CEO of Buddy Jane. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, who you guys are. Let's get your, your background first and then we'll we'll get into your brainchild. Yeah. Um, so so me and Pick, we've grown up together, um, known each other for 25 plus years, grew up in the Bay Area, um, moved out to, to L.A. back in early 2000. Um, we've worked on a few projects together, um, more in the music entertainment side of, of business. Um, then he went into, well, I'll let him describe himself, but he went into marketing. I went into uh, sales and, and, and tech and um, started working uh, for a company that got acquired by Oracle. Um, and um, it was about 2017. And, uh, you know, we started looking at the cannabis space and saying, man, this is, this is fucked up. You got the most socially unawkward person running all of social media. He's censoring cannabis businesses, making it hard for everybody to do business. They're, they're deleting accounts for posting weed. I was like, Man. plus all the, all the apps out are, are not great. Right. You had, you had weed maps and leafly. And it was basically a, a, a business directory. So um, we were like, let's, let's see what we can do. And um, came up with, with the idea of buddy Jane, uh, a social platform that's, that's really a self-feeding ecosystem um, purpose built for the cannabis industry. So for the community and for the businesses alike. So it's just kind of like it's, it's taking, you know, the best parts of everything and the worst parts of everything and, and kind of taking it out of the niche market and bringing it into mainstream. Like here, you know, everybody else has a social media directed at them. This is this is for cannabis this is it for cannabis correct yeah yeah we wanted to omit a lot of the shit that we saw on on ig on facebook um i mean you know you you smoke weed we grew up in that culture we're from california so you know we know stoners right and it's just a different breed we got a different vibe we talk differently we act differently we move different we're not you know trolling people and getting aggressive you know, it's it's a cool ass vibe, and that's what we try to bring to Buddy Jane, and we're seeing it right now. It's active. Yeah, right. yeah. Right now we're in beta, so it's only it's been in beta since earlier this year, and very very little um, you know marketing. We started with a small list of folks that were that were down to try the beta, including some of our you know our friends, and just left it open, and it's grown. Um, you know, it's growing daily, honestly, and so like it's it's really exciting to see with uh, really no no aggressive push you know we, we we do our social media we keep our presence there but yeah beyond that it's it's just strictly organic and it's it's, it's really exciting 
So what made you guys want to get into, you know, like the, the reasons behind getting into the, the cannabis industry is just because, you know, out there it's it's more a prevalent culture than most places. And you just guys grew up with it and knew your way around and knew the ins and outs and knew what you wanted to achieve. Or was there like a, a moment where something that happened in cannabis was just like, or is it just, you know, you guys grew up with it? I'd say it's all the above. I mean, like 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 Lonnie touched on, you know, we're we're from California. We're creative folk. You know, I have a big background in music, as does Lonnie, and, uh, you know, cannabis has always been in the mix. So, you know, I've grown a personal um, relationship with it myself, you know, as a creative assistant, as well as, you know, just overall healing and, and stress relief, things like that. And, um, you know, through the once once things got a bit more open out here in California on the legal side, we started seeing these little businesses pop up. Besides the dispensaries, you know, you got the weed maps and, and these apps and, you um, through my marketing background and through music, I learned a lot about the power of, of social media, you know, ever since like MySpace and all that, right? And so that's what was sort of clicking when we started having these conversations back in 2017 um, about weed and, and, and the tech space. And we saw like this huge opening of like just opportunity. And it's like, yeah, let's put our heads together and just and the conversation never stopped. And, you know, here we are. Yeah, I mean, we grew up smoking. I mean, right. that was just yeah. part of the first deal. time I smoked. I was in sixth grade, ditching right, school, like, William Braha's backyard. You know, and it, it's just it's our it's our culture. Um, you know, my dad did ten years behind weed. We have a couple um, uh, executives that work for us that were caught up, um, you know, and almost went to prison over weed, growing it legally. Um, so this is a lot of stuff that we saw yeah. that I guess kick this idea off. Um, mm-hmm. You know, pick having the marketing and the social media background and me on the technical side. I just looked at the the, the app space and I was like, it's barren. There's nothing right. out here oh, yeah. for us, right? Yeah. Um, and you, you're looking at, you know, I have a couple friends who own dispensaries and who grow and they're like, man, I can't even market my product on mainstream social media. I get my account flagged. One of them had over 50,000 followers and it was just gone. Yeah, they like start that. automatically cutting stuff off. Yeah. Yeah. Man, they just deleted, um, uh, what, what's homeboy's, uh, face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dog face account on TikTok. Yeah. It's like, for TikTok, after he brought them all that hype, man. You know what I mean? Right. That's how it goes. Guy, you know, and like, yeah, all they that. Don't, yeah, they don't care. Because yeah. once they got that number, it's done. They don't, they yeah, don't, they don't care. It's disposable, man. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's, and, and it was literally just for posting a t shirt that had a pot leaf on it, you know. Crazy. So it still blows our mind, even though it happened. It's happened to our own accounts. We had our Twitter, oh, yeah. our Twitter suspended for three weeks. We had to go back and forth with their support to get it back. Twitter up. does that shit for fun. Like Twitter just scatter shots. It doesn't even matter what you're doing. Twitter they got suspend crazy. your account yeah, at some point. That's like a rite of passage. You do not yeah. have a Twitter account until it's been suspended <laughs> at least once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Initiated now. I mean, it was funny. We um, we we were we we're you know keeping our our ears to the ground, and and we saw that Cheech and Chong's account got deleted and mm-hmm. Chong put out this funny ass video. I don't know if you saw it. Um, I think, yeah, I think I saw somebody like redid it on IG. Animations through it where, you know, Facebook said, you know, your account's being deleted for unoriginal content. He's like, unoriginal? Like, yeah. he is the original. Like, motherfucker, this is, this is <laughs> all shit. Like, anybody <laughs> else is unoriginal, but this yeah, is yeah. Right. He started this. He chose different yeah. words, yeah. It's funny, it was funny. So when that happened, we actually reached out to Cheech. And after negotiating for a little while, Cheech is going to be on board with Buddy Jane. Um, we're, we're, we're going to, he's going to be a VIP 
client of ours all throughout the app. You're going to be able to, you know, find out where um, Cheech's private stash is. Um, he did some cool animations um, that he's he's going to release on on Buddy Jane as well. I actually, I negotiated um, the deal in uh, 2010 when the Cheech and Chong came out with the animated movie. Uh, like oh, I negotiated the deal to sell that. Yeah, we we were selling that in Washington in our stores. So I've yeah, they're they're wonderful. Like like Tommy Chong is probably one of the most professional people I've ever met in my life, and Cheech is by far the most passionate individual. You know, for for what his his causes and his drives like, it's they're they're amazing people. So that's that's exciting to hear that they're going to be on for that. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to surround ourselves with just good people. You know yeah, what I mean? Really shape this, you know, to be like the cannabis experience. You know, overall, not just on the tech side and the social media side, but culture wise. Right. There's, yeah. a lot, there's a lot we can do with this, so that's what we're trying to do. So on the technical side, did it go through a lot of? a lot of changes, a lot of iterations, or was it kind of like you guys had like the idea and this is what you were going for? Or was it like, you know what, fucking strike one ball, this fucking paper up, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it seems like infinite iterations of, of different versions. Um, yeah, I mean, we had, we had an idea. One of the things that we, you know, coming from a tech background, one of the things that I noticed, um, is you have a lot of people with a lot of great ideas and what they do is they hand those great ideas off to, developers and then those developers kill your great ideas and they develop an app for yourself so what we wanted to do was um create all the wireframing the design um the process behind the picks and clicks and how everything works all the different functions features um we kept that in-house we kept creative control and then at the end of that we handed over wireframes to to our developers and said all right now build this and you know the way it looked you know, back in 2018, it looks a lot different now. We've been yeah, adding to it. Yeah. So, I mean, we wanted to have social at our core, right? A way right. to communicate and vibe. And uh, we've, we've now built in something called Budcast where you can do live stream video. You can have smoke sessions with people, you know, smoke with anybody anywhere in the world. Right. Um, yeah. I saw like the buddy finder and shit like that. Like, yeah. I was, I was doing yeah. It looks, it looks great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And bud and bud finder. So, yeah, all the dispensaries that you're getting, you're going to weed map for, and then longer back into uh, you know IG to to talk about. You can find it all within the app and just stay within the app. And, and then I saw that you guys, you guys had like a chat function and stuff. And then speaking from, I've I've mm-hmm. had to deal with like as a dispensary manager, I've had to deal with weed maps and leaflet regular updates things and, and keep shit, mm-hmm. you know, like the menus and stuff. And I know that, that can be a hassle. And right. I saw that you guys had like a, a chat function with the dispensary. Mm-hmm. So is it is it on that you you guys are pushing that the, like the business as I saw that you had that that too like the business aspect of it so that you know the dispensaries can have contact with you guys and then contact with the patients and it's going to be like user-friendly and shit like that. Absolutely. We wanted to open that bridge up between community and industry. You know, we see like the way weed maps and all the other ones are structured is they have this wall. Basically you can Mm -hmm. go and view the most communication you're getting is to leave a rating or or a review. You know what I mean? And that's not a back and forth thing. That's, you know, that's it. So we wanted to open that, that lineup because it's, you know, we see this as a movement, not just, a business or a place for community is both it's all together. I mean the culture wouldn't have gotten anywhere without all aspects of it. It's exactly. not like it's it's not like you know the image carried it or it's not like the money carried it. It's the patients, oh. the growers, the, oh, the image, right. the entertainers, you know, like we wouldn't be here without each other. So why not incorporate all of that into it? That makes sense. And, and the great thing about a business is they can set up an account for a fraction of what they're paying for weed maps, right? They're gonna get you know, a hundred times more 
value, more features. Right. Um, and what they can, it allows them to have an account where they can then engage with their customer base. <laughs> you know, they can build relationships through chat message, through um, social. They can put their bud tenders on uh, budcast every day to, to live stream. They can do Q and A's, uh, product launches. I mean, there's a lot of business can do on the app that they just can't do outside of Buddy Jane. And right. we're, we're, we're doing all this um, at, at, a, at a very conservative, low cost for business. We're not, you know, that was, that was one thing I looked at Weed Maps. I, this is my personal opinion. I think they had a monopoly on, on the industry for a while. Oh, yeah. And um, they took it to businesses. I mean, they were charging, right. you know, 30 grand a month for some people. It's like, well, when you've got like third party app developers, you contract out and stuff like that. And you're just kind of like overall in charge. It's going to be a lot more expensive. Like you guys said, you do it in-house. So it's like vertically integrated, you know, like all aspects of it. So you can control what it looks like, but you can, can also control, you know, how much you're going to charge somebody because you did a lot of the work yourselves, which in my opinion, anybody, regardless of what it is, when you do it yourself and then you, you know, you, you push it, and you 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 know you, you hand it off to other people it kind of makes it a little more worth it because you know that the people you know behind it are truly behind it like they've got blood sweat and tears has our and vision shit on the line yeah yeah it definitely has our vision we did we did hand it off to people that i don't want people thinking we built it doesn't look like atari it's not a, it doesn't look like, <laughs> like pong uh yeah. we, we handed it off we have some some really good developers and yeah. uh yeah, we actually just brought on uh, 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 a guy. I, we're not announcing it who it is yet, but he comes from one of the top ten um, uh, software companies in the world, and he is doing product management for them. And um, we're we're excited to have him on to help us with our strategy as we look forward, looking at you know how we can you know, enhance the experience for consumers and retailers as a whole, and also help try to fix some of the supply chain issues that, that we right. see with cultivators handing, you know, trying to trying to get their product off to retailers. So what what's your your opinion on everything going now as far as, you know, the the recreational, the the medical, how it's coming up more states like I've, a lot of opinions I've seen from people is, you know, once it becomes legal across the board, they want to keep the vertical integration or the really restricted side to be medical and then recreational can, you know, can be a little more collective cooperative open ups. Like what's your opinion once everything finally gets decriminalized? Like, how do you think, should it just be wide open or should there still be, you know, the, the distinction between the two? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what the distinction is going to be. I think that, you know, we're going to have to have regulations, right? Because you want to control quality. Yeah. Right. And I think that's important. Um, I, you know, I think we did it. It's it's just a tough spot. I, I'm I'm ready for the decriminalization of weed, right? right. Uh, we have all these this racial injustice, which is tied to in a large part weed and the mm -hmm. criminalization of it because you know blacks are four and a half times more likely to get arrested for smoking weed than a white person that's smoking the same weed, right? Yep. And then they get out of jail, and then you gotta. You know, and then there's limited opportunity for minorities in the cannabis industry as a whole. And, mm -hmm. and I'll just put this out here. If you're a minority business and you want to um, get on our app, you're you're on there at no cost year one. So 
um, we're working with minorities and we're, we're trying to give back some of that equity in the, in the, in, and make some opportunities um, for them in, 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 um, in our space. But yeah, I think I think it's going to be tough. There's going to have to be regulation. Um, it's going to have to be, I think, at the federal level. They're going to have to release uh, some of the banking restrictions. I mean, um, shit, it's yeah. hard for us. We don't even sell directly. We don't oh, touch no, yeah. it, and it we, we have challenges getting our SEO out. Mm-hmm. Um, we have banking challenges, and it's just because we have cannabis. I remember in, in Washington, this was like 2011, 2012, uh, we just started using squares. And one of the dispensary I was working with, I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, we can just start doing this. Yeah. But we had to form an account and we had to make a fake T-shirt company. So, like, I'd have patients coming in and be like, hey, man, when the fuck did I spend $600 on T-shirts? I'm like, no, dude, that's just what I can pay my, pay my employees. Like, that's yeah. just so, like, every payday, I'm not doling out, like, a thousand bucks to cash to people and saying, get the fuck out of my building, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's that's going to be one of the, like, like that and marketing, I think, are going to be the last holdouts. Like, those two yeah. things are going to be, like, wait until it's completely decriminalized and, like, all right, now you can open up bank accounts and right. put a fucking ad in the newspaper, you know? Right, but, right. Yeah. Which is like two basic human rights nowadays. If you when you think about it, like you should be able to speak about your shit, and you should be able to you know put your money in a fucking safe place. But you know that's that's yeah. But they'll 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 feed alcohol down everybody's throat on every fucking Mm -hmm. winter. Um, you know, and 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 market bar fights and as as entertainment and you know all the addiction and all the challenges that come with that. That's okay, but you know, flour. No, no, that's evil. That shit's evil. And you can't even oh, look yeah, at it because yeah. if you look at it, your kids' minds are gonna melt and shit. Oh, you're gonna fucking, oh, you know, you know how there's a lot, there's a, there's a lot crank behind the seesaw. There's a lot of powerful <laughs> people that do not want. Oh, absolutely. Weed legal. You know yeah. what I mean? A lot of people. You got the lumber industry. It's that other green. Oil. They love that other green. Oh man, it's uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be a battle, and and um, the laws never change overnight, and it's gonna take a lot of effort, but. One of the one of the things that we want to do also is just normalize weed. You know, I'm a father. You know, yeah. I have six kids. Um, my wife is a nurse. She doesn't smoke weed. I tried blow it in her face one time and she got mad at me. But, um, you know, and I smoke. I smoke. I don't smoke for any um, health benefit. I smoke weed just to get high. Picks different. Right? He likes to smoke for for, you know, the health benefits. Um, but we want to normalize that. It's OK. Right. Right. Yeah. Either way, it's OK. Joint rather than, you know have a glass of wine or whiskey or what have you, what's the problem? You know what I'm saying? I hear, exactly. I hear the lighter and the percolating right now, and I love it. You know what I'm saying, yeah. Feel, See, feel I'm one of those, like, like I, I've been smoking, like, like I'm from I'm from Florida. So I remember I got fucking swamp people, family members. I remember <laughs> it was probably, like, like 10, 11 years old out in fucking Geneva. Cousin's like, hit this. <laughs> I think I laid down in the mud for, like, 30 minutes. Just like, what the fuck? You know, so I do it. And then later on in life, you know, life starts to kick you in the nuts and shit. And then I was in the military and all that jazz. So later on, it was like, oh, I smoke weed and it happens to help me with stuff. So I'm kind of like in between. I'm, yeah. like, I'm the gray area. I'm like, I do it because I do it. Like, I like to get fucking high sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. know, like yeah. it's sometimes life is boring as shit yeah. sometimes. You know, you need to add a little whimsy and shit. But I mean, it's very stress relief, man. I, you know, I don't <laughs> but, you know, it, it does help with sleep and pain and headaches and moods and shit like that. So it just kind of it, it was it was serendipitous. It worked out. I was lucky in the fact that, you know, the thing that I love to do also keeps me alive and functioning properly. <laughs> Right. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if everybody who drank a beer was like, "Yeah, I drink beer," um, you know, to because uh, I got a bad back. I have glaucoma. Right. You know, they're like making up excuses like why they drink ale beer. helps with like, my colitis. So ridiculous. You know, like <laughs> I do this to shape my belly. Right. Be like, I want that six pack. Nah, I'm going for a keg, son. 
Yeah, it's rid- it's ridiculous, man. We're hoping that the the perception changes, and we're seeing it right in front of us, right? I mean, yeah, we're you know it, it's a little different. I think we're in that California bubble, so you know. Right. I well, I was to- talking. I had a I had a guest on a little while ago, and he's a he's a pharmacist, and he yeah. works for a very large chain. He's like, you know, I'm not going to say, but we're one of the largest ones. And he's like, you know, because I asked him, he also works at a hospital, and as far as working at a hospital, they have no policies against it. If you're a cannabis patient and you're a doctor. Oh, fucking well. But of course, the chain has policies against it, things like that. But he's like, now that being said, once it's decriminalized, they're ready products on the shelf. So like it's a little you know, comforting to know that even these big chain pharmaceutical companies or these big, you know, it's it's so it's not taboo enough for them to wait like they're, you know, okay. revving the, you know, revving the engine, get ready to go right. with products you know, shit like that. So it is, you're right. It has come a very long way as far as it's, yeah. it's becoming more and more. It's not necessarily a part of the culture, but it's out there and people are talking about it one way or another. Yeah. I mean, you got the presidents having to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a long way then shit. You go back 10 years ago, you wouldn't imagine that shit. So it's like, no. Yeah, I mean, it's That's not true. Clinton fucking smoked. Oh, Clinton well. did, yeah. Well, Clinton was different. Clinton was the exception. He was yeah, a cool president, man. Like he was the sax playing nineties president. <laughs> yeah. He was on the Simpsons, yo, before it was cool. Right, right. True. All, all the cool presidents have smoked, right? Clinton, That's Obama. That's facts. It is. It really is. Yeah. So what? Um, as far as like on a personal standpoint, you know, like what are your hopes for the movement for the industry? Not necessarily for what you know what you guys are doing, but just big picture what do you what do you want to see you know te- for, for your kids like like their generation what do you you know how do you how do you want cannabis to be viewed or, or what are your hopes i mean i you know like you said i mean normalization in one word i i, I don't you know i don't want to see people getting arrested for weed period right. i don't care who you are what color you are what so-called class you're in like, that's just ridiculous you know what i'm saying so normalization is huge and 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 of course you know, legalization, um, access, you know, like I just, you know, I'm a firm believer in it as being a, a, a real beneficial plant beyond the high aspect, you know, so there's no reason it shouldn't be accessible besides all this politicizing and propaganda that keeps it, you know, through this fight. So I hope that when yeah, the future opens all that up and this is all, you know, all in the past, like this right. fight that had to be done. I, I, I would like to see business opportunity, right? I mean, there, there's um, a lot of opportunity uh, for people to make a living in this industry. Right. Yeah. Um, that's just, you know, a cool industry to be in. Um, I hope that we don't end up with uh, Coca-Cola and Marlboro brands, cannabis, and that's it. You know, um, right. I really want to see mom and pop brick and mortar shops, you know, survive and thrive um i want to see you know people create careers out of this through entertainment you know using cannabis as 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 as, you know who they are and um that's what i hope yeah so that actually that that leads into something i was going to ask you guys as far as the like the the can of tourism industries that are popping up Mm -hmm. like being on social media like what is your what are your your opinions on that? And then what are your like, you know, if, you, if you've got any any goals or anything that you want to do, you know, like partner with, you know, these tour buses or, you know, these pop ups and shit like that. Like, what are your opinions on? on, on that I, I love it, man. I think that's I think it's awesome. You know, I think like people come to California, want to take these weed tours. I think that's I think that's dope, man. And like it should Literally. be because it's cause, yeah, yeah, because it's, <laughs> you know, I think it's strange. 
I, I, I mean, think it's, a like, it's, it's a little like if you're gonna take someone on a weed tour, like, take them on a mission like we used to have to do find a pay phone, <laughs> make a call. But they already, you know, yeah, yeah sit go, on go, somebody's couch for 30 yeah, minutes. You, know, you got to get up and you got to go to McDonald's because their kid needs a happy yeah. meal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and, and you don't you don't get to ask what kind of weed it is. Sit it's next weed. To somebody's a boiler for 30 it. minutes. Yeah, crack, crack, a, crack a wrap, roll it up and smoke it. And that's, you know, that's Look your weed tour. Pick shit out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I see like uh you know how they do like bar crawls and shit like that, pub crawls. Mm-hmm. I want you know, I want yeah. to see, like we you know, dispensary crawls and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Cool. I would love to see like, it more like the wineries. Like that would be fun, right? You go yeah. out and do some events and shit, yeah. Yeah, bud tasting yeah. and uh, walk through like a walk you walk through a, a greenhouse or you know, like a field yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, that'd be fucking Yeah, exactly. yeah, that'd be cool. I mean yeah. it was funny. We when we first started this, we were at this up in the uh, Nappy Valley. We were up in uh, at the rooftop <laughs> in in downtown LA. I forget what the place oh, was, but uh, they had this. It was it was a, a brewery up on the top. It's beautiful view, and they had this glass partition. We were like, man, it'd be cool if like behind that glass it was just wheat, and it was it was beer and bud, right? So I, I would love to see that too, where you could go out yeah. in, in in public settings, you know, not blowing smoke in everybody's face, but right. you know. In um, establishments that allow that, where you could just you know go out and smoke and you know have a beer, whatever you want, all Walk in the same the, place. Cool. Garden, you know? Have you done a, a tour? I I haven't. I I went to a, a pop up session, Florida. I haven't done one of the tours yet because I I was I was in Florida for since 20, 2015, 2016. I just got here, mm-hmm. um, and there but there is like there's a Tulsa cannabis tours and a few things like that. So I'm getting into that. But I've been to a pop up session and it was very, it was interesting. Cause it was like downtown Orlando and you know, like they've got all the security and everything. And my wife didn't was getting her card, but she hadn't gotten it yet. I had mine. So we went in and they didn't really check. Like I just got the tickets. They looked at the tickets, you know, they give you like a, an iPad down you walk in and then it's, it's just, it's a dark room. It's like an old office building. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got lights and you've got all kinds of tables with shit, but Florida was really slow. Like it was, it was there for a year and a half before they even got flour. They literally just put edibles on like two months ago. Yeah, you know, so yeah. they're fucking stupid, but that's, that's one of the main reasons I got out that bitch. Um, so like that was that was definitely interesting, but it was literally like you know because I'm I'm thirty something years old, um, so like I remember you know going over to a buddy's house or you know going to a party like that, and it's just you know like LED lights and people sitting around on couches and people walking around and shit like that. So it was it was it was kind of like a, a nice refresh, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm interested to see you know the actual like tours and shit like that how that goes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if, if they had like tours, you know, like, like picks out near Joshua Tree, like if you could you could go on a guided tour and pot was provided, you could go out into nature and do some some cool stuff and smoke with some cool people. I, I would love stuff like that. Or like one of those like retreats, like a yeah. cannabis spiritual yeah. retreat. Like you got to go out and like, you know, like a yurt somewhere and just get yeah. fucking baked and find your spirit animal. Fuck, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's what I'm that's doing. Great. I got space out here in Tulsa. I'm gonna yeah, do the first yeah. ever cannabis spiritual retreat. Let's get this bitch rolling. <laughs> then they legalize shrooms and yeah. Yep. Well, we got all the like, like we got the, the Cherokee and the Choctaw Nation and everything around here. So peyotes is is legal in like oh yeah forty five percent of the state just because of the the large you know the the different nations that they've got yeah. here. That's dope. We just one of one of our um, sales guys. He he just went out to Arizona and went to one of the reservations and uh, did some peyote. He's just going yeah. through it and, yeah. and yeah. life. It's like yeah. I need to, clean, I need a cleansing. Yeah, yeah, I did it. That yeah, great experience. yeah, that'll do it. So, what's the one thing that you guys have found 
especially in, in California. Like I know that you guys are, you had some, some troubles industry wise and, and different things like that. So what is the one thing that you guys have found that like just fucking pisses you off that you just, you want to get out there and let, let people know, be like, change this shit. Like this is one of the, you know, pet peeve or, or, or anything like that. Like what's, what's the shit that you're finding that, that, you know, your side of the country is stumbling on. In California. In the weed industry or? Yeah. <laughs> in, in the industry, you yeah. Just no, open, you just not too up. detailed. <laughs> yeah, you just open up a box. No, just, just your perspective of the industry. Yeah, for me, it's it's all around these laws, right? It's it's all around the laws. It's around how people are getting permitted, the money that it takes to get permitted, um, you know, how they put these lotteries together, um, you know, and how the laws change from city to city to county. It's 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 just stupid. Um and it's true. I, I would like I would like to see it change. There's a, there's a way to regulate this industry without um, taking advantage of it, and and I think that's what these politicians are doing. Um, you know, it's 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 big money to lock people up. It's big money to to get these businesses set up. And then you tax the shit out of them, and um, they, there's just got to be some change. Yeah, it's, it's confusing, really. The different county i'd like when i moved to joshua tree from la i wasn't even aware that you couldn't have dispensaries out here i, I assumed you could because people come out here for right. trips and shit like that so but you have to go down the hill you have to go to either palm springs or back to you know toward la to get to go to a legit dispensary so yeah it's just confusing man it's just every you know california is such a dynamic state you know every every piece every county has their own laws and shit so right it's it's just yeah, it's kind of a cluster, man. So No, I, I totally get that. Like I was talking with somebody else and in Florida it's the exact same way. Like I lived in Orange County. And Orange County, you could have dispensaries, you could you could grow, you could do whatever. Mm-hmm. But the city I lived in had a moratorium against it. But the <clears throat> processing facility that I worked in was in that same city. So mm-hmm. the county we were in, you could do it. The city you couldn't. But then the county next to us, you couldn't either. So like I was growing it and processing it in a city that I lived in that w- it was illegal, but the county that that city was zoned in, it was legal. Yeah. Depending on where you live, you could be a medical provider or a drug dealer. Yeah. 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 It's doing the exact same thing. It's, it's, it's crazy, the hypocrisy. You know, another thing that I'd like to that, – that, this doesn't bug me at all. It, it, it's just something I've noticed is that there there's um, – this divide between the community and the businesses. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a business community. You go on LinkedIn. Oh it's yeah. Oh, huge. Yeah. Right? yeah. You go on mainstream social media. It's more smoke community. And then there's nothing really bringing them together. And I don't know if that's because there's not one platform like buddy Jane to do that or another thing to do that. Or if there's a little bit of, you know, eyebrow raising um in the industry i think that but i think also because because it's it's these different platforms with specific goals like linkedin is you know like a lot of times i'll get weird messages on linkedin i'm like you know this is my business profile right if you would like to contact me in another manner please find my instagram or my facebook or fucking tinder grinder but get the shit off my get that shit off my fucking business man you know don't shit where you eat you know so there's so there's just this this divide and i've noticed especially like in places in florida like they they pushed vertical integration and it divided 
you know, the dispensary workers, the the professional side from the patients. And it, it was done specifically. So I think that whenever you, you, you know, you let things in, but you have its specific category, like LinkedIn is cool with the cannabis business, but that's it, you know, and Instagram is cool with, you know, the, the artsy shots sometimes, you know, like the artsy shots or, or, you know, different pictures and shit like that or things like that, but they're not cool with you doing business because they can't regulate it. So I think that, that what you guys are going to do might actually be what we're looking for because of the fact that it's about cannabis. It's not about social media with a cannabis aspect. It's not about, you know, locations with a cannabis aspect. It's not about business. It's, it's about cannabis with a business aspect, with a social aspect, with a, you know, so it's not one thing that established that then let cannabis in it's cannabis developing from, you know, from the inside out. Yeah. We're, we're actually looking to develop it's, it's on our product roadmap, something that, that does um, suit more of the business professionals um, so that they can have a space. That's a, that's a, you know, exclusive business space as well. So like you said, so you're not just getting, the ragtag that's that's you know promoting their new album that's coming out that's that's sure to fucking be fire right <laughs> um you know you you can go into this space within buddy jane and it's 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 just business um content vendors like a vendor network so that's something that we've we've we think we figured out and we'll we'll you know it's, it's going to take us some time to develop it but i think it should be really cool yeah it sounds like it so what do you guys love the most like about working in the industry like what do you you wake up every day and you're just like this is my fucking favorite part of the day i mean i i enjoy the creation process man you know just really the building from you know brick for brick like you said click for click every piece on this app and just as it is right now is we've had a conversation you know to decide each piece so and we have a great team you know that we work with for each step of the way you know helping with marketing sales uh, you know everything around so it's really a building process is my is my what drives me I, I agree i think it is the whole process of a journey yeah just just creating um something that we think is going to be special and just going through that and then once we get through that like for the next journey um wow. and it's cool you know working with pick where we're we're I and mean, we've been best friends for so long we're we're very yin and yang you know, but totally. fit well together. You yeah. know, I'm more loud in the face. Pick, like, really, really <laughs> I've noticed, yeah, like, like Pick's got things to say, but he's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, it works. It works. He's, he's more thoughtful. I get into trouble, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. but we work well together. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, coming up with marketing strategies is, is, is really fun. We're working on something that we think is going to be really cool right now. Yeah. Um, and we're, and, then, and 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 you know quite again it's a, it's a journey so the people we meet along the way is you know right. doing things like this it's all it keeps it like in real life so we're not just in this development bubble of our own you know? right so, and it's it's a testament to the plant itself i mean like look yeah. at the different people like it doesn't matter yeah. who you are where you come from what For walks sure, of life yeah. what age sex gender mm-hmm. preference religion it doesn't matter yeah. everybody likes everybody likes yeah. it you know yeah like, you smoke weed and somebody hands you a, a joint yeah you know, smoke like well. there's something that happens to you somewhere that somebody else happens to them all their life and you guys have never met in your life and you're like, I fucking know exactly how you feel. You know, like yeah. nothing else but cannabis can say that. Yeah. So so yeah, that that's that's perfect. Empathy. I love that shit. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, there's just you know, there's just cool people in this industry. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of cool people in the, in the movie. We've already made some friends with people on, on our app. Yeah. Right? Like, it's 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 crazy. It's 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 a true 
there, there's a great way to connect and vibe with people in this industry and uh, it, it's pretty badass so what if like you got like what what advice do you have you know for anybody coming new into the industry in any aspect you know whether they want to get into something like what you're doing or they just want to you know they just want to be a bud tender or they want to open up their own business they want to you know start something big small whatever like as 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 business owners as entrepreneurs as people you know that, that started their own shit in in the industry like what is your advice you can give you know bright-eyed bushy-tailed future entrepreneurs owners i mean i think it starts no matter what it is it starts with a vision so get firm on your vision first and make Hone it in. Yeah. Don't let that, that, all your ideas, like pick a couple good ideas. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, you guys work like, you know, like he yeah, had the yeah, idea, you, made, you you honed it. There you go. It's perfect. It's yeah. Tag team. I love it. But yeah, I think it starts with a vision. If you're, if you're, if you have a vision that, that you're die hard with, that you feel is like, okay, I can, I can envision this. I can envision myself as a part of this and that's that's the first move you know and build a build up from there and just all you know always keep your eyes open research do your do your diligence find your space and just hone in on that another thing is people always talk about be original right be original you don't have to be original you don't have to come be the first one to think of something and have 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 the best idea come up right. with a solid idea that has business value um you know and then plan it out like pick said but then execute that's the thing that people kind of miss people get caught up in the good ideas and um, the hardest part is execution and it doesn't happen overnight it takes a long time and you have to have um perseverance you have to be stubborn you have to you have to will yourself through that execution of these ideas um that's my that's that's my advice i mean there's plenty of times where we could have tapped out right right um, doing this and, and follow and, through perseverance. Yeah, you yeah, want to get it. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying with a vision because if you you have to feel something for it because you're going to get tested, you're going to get naysayers, you're going to get all the things in the world telling you why you shouldn't do it. So you got to have enough personal, you know, belief in whatever confidence. it is and and confidence that goes with that because it will get tested. So, and then what are like some some don'ts like something that you you've seen. You know, because everything in, from from the business to the cultivation, it's trial and error with the plant. Like, and we we pass on those those. Hey, man, like, don't do this. So, like, what have you guys seen coming up that like you've butted heads against and and have learned to circumvent or overcome that that you want other other people to know? Hey, this shit's gonna happen. You know, do this or or don't do this. Ne- never trust a developer when he tells you it's gonna be ready <laughs> next week. <laughs> <laughs> Life, ne- life. Never, never plan, never finalize your marketing <laughs> based on what your developer told you. Chicken and uh, eggs, like, like, don't count them, bitches. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and with that, I think there is a fine line between setting goals and then attaching those goals to specific dates. Because I think sometimes the yeah. date can really be a mind fuck because. Right it's an internal beatdown if you don't reach a certain date by, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so I, plan your goal, stay focused on the goal, the date, you know, it, let the, let the date TBD. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you're, if you're doing things the right way and you're putting the yeah. right amount of effort behind it, it's going to happen as soon as it happens. Yeah. If you try to rush things, you know, you, you're, you're, you're inducing you're pressure for, Right, Just, you're already under stress. Don't add more stress to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So anything else you guys want to let everybody know? You guys, something to get out, announcements? Remember, you know, the, the more exclusives you give me, the more I'll appreciate it. <laughs> no, is there anything that you want to you leave the people with? Um, well, well, we are going to launch early next year um, on both Android and iOS. Um, we are working on ways in which we can monetize the app for people so that um, people who build up a following can get paid off of their live streams, can get paid um, from endorsements and marketing ventures. Um, and um, we're trying to do it in a way to where uh, it, it's not a, a, a big corporate takeover, taking, you know, 70% of, of the profit. We're really trying to grow this out for people. Um we have some some interesting concepts around um, some 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 crypto and, and, and blockchain technology that I think can really help the industry on, on the financial end, but also um, uh, through loyalty rewards or um, through, you know, uh, um, uh, the supply chain. Um, so, you know. Keep your eye out for Buddy Jane. Download it now. Um, if, you, if you're on iOS, come join the party. Um, and uh, yeah, do your part, man. This is Buddy Jane's going to be as big as everybody makes it. I mean, we're we're just we're building it and we're stepping out the way. And it's like, hey, let's go. Where are we right, going? Like it's 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 for it's for the people. For us, by us, yeah. 100%. Yeah, and, and big 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 shout out and salute to everybody that has joined on early. You know, it's a dope group of people. Uh, like I said, it's growing daily. So, yeah, just keep spreading the word. If you want any info, it's at BuddyJane.com. All right, there there you guys go. Hey, thank you, Lonnie, Pick. Appreciate it. Yes. Love having you guys in there. You're more than welcome to come back anytime. Thanks, Thank you guys for listening. BuddyJane.com. Check that shit out. Download it. Follow it. Uh, you guys all all social media. I know you guys are all over Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, all that shit. So follow them anywhere. Yeah. Uh, check this out. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being on. And uh, check this out, mjbulls.com, Chronic Insomnia Podcast. If you want to say something, if you want to just listen, whatever, you can get in touch with me there. Have you on my show. You got something to say, say it. Uh, check out all the other shows you got at mjbulls.com. But uh, thanks again for listening, guys. Remember, tune in, toke up, and think. Chronic Insomnia Podcast. Peace.